Hello, everyone. This is Marketing Beef, according to Jim, and I, of course, am Jim. And thank you for tuning in again to this podcast. Um, it's going to be kind of a shorter podcast again, but um, I've had a really good week. Um, did a couple farm tours. I've had quite a few people um, call me or text me or email me saying they've been listening to the podcast and they've tried some of the things out and they've had really good success. So I'm pumped. I'm, I'm a... Uh, I'm feeling good about this. And people are listening and, and uh, people are trying out some things. So I had one person ask, he said, no, they've sold their beef, but it's fall. Um, a lot of things slow down for selling beef in the fall. And I said, well, it really shouldn't. Kind of depends what you have ready. But I, he goes, what do we do during the fall and the wintertime? You said you want to go into the mailbox and see a check every day. Now, first of all, when I say go into the mailbox and see a check every day, I'm just that's a metaphor. I want you to make money every day as much as you can. So you, I want you to do, continue to do activities where you're generating income. And me just saying, go into the mailbox and open up, and there's a check. That's just a metaphor for I want you to make money every day. So he goes, well, how do you make money every day if you're just selling beef? And I said, well, what you need to be doing is starting, and, and some of you guys need to listen to this. When you, what you need to do when you start in the fall, and if some of you are, don't have any beef to sell right now, is start working on knowing who in your area, within probably a 10, 20-mile radius, who everybody is and what do they do. Do they sell anything? Do they produce anything? Or is anybody a carpenter? Does anybody sell pumpkins? Does anybody make wreaths? Do they sell Christmas trees? Um, anything that you can go talk to them and try to latch on to them and work with them and say, hey, if I sent out people, my customers, some coupons, they come in and buy from me, can I make a commission on it? Or can you buy something in bulk? Maybe you want to buy 10 Christmas trees to start off with or 50 Christmas trees or 100 Christmas trees and sell them to your own customer and make the markup. Go find as many people as you can that do something that you can latch on to and make money with them. You want to give them customers in return for a commission or money for the coupons. I mean, so, and you in turn ask them to sell your beef if they're not already selling beef themselves. Don't send somebody to a farm that they're selling beef because they don't want to lose a customer. So if they're not selling beef and they're just doing something else, then send it to them. But try to, that's what you should be doing this fall is trying to find as many as you can of people that do stuff or sell stuff, make stuff that you can do something with. Um, it can even be like antiques, um, anything. So, and it, and it might take you some time to do this, but you can Google it. You can just drive around. You can ask people. Uh, but these are the people that you're going to help build a business for them by supplying them your customers. In return, they're going to give you a commission. And you're also, they're going to also sell your beef. So it's it's a, it, it's a win-win situation and it really works really well. Even with your dog treats, if you have if you did the dog thing like I told you to start your own dog food business, you can give ask them if you can supply them with some dog food, uh, the bones and stuff and wrapped in your your wrapping and with your label on it, would they sell it for you? So there's a lot of win-win stuff here and this is some really really good way to make some money and especially the more customers you get the more money you're going to make. So if you're constantly offering your customers something 
and they go buy this, you're constantly getting a check. You're, that guy is sending you a check, a commission. Um, you should be getting a check all the time. There should, should be something going on all the time. It, yes, it takes a lot of work. It really does. And it takes some time. But it's so worth it because the more you build over time, it just keeps building and building and building and building. And you're making a really good income from other people. And plus, they're selling your beef. So you've got all these avenues of all these little tiny salespeople working for you besides yourself that are out there promoting your beef because you're promoting their products. And so you're working together. You're, you're causing it. You're, you're, you're doing this. You're getting this great relationship built together. And it works really well. Go find somebody that really makes, here's, go find somebody that makes really good apple cider. You know, if you don't make it yourself, especially in the wintertime around Christmas, who makes great apple cider in your area? Find out who does. Because you can send the customers um, coupons for free, you know, for apple cider. And that's a great gift to give people. So people like that around the Christmas time. Find somebody that does pumpkins, scarecrows, wood. Wood's a big deal. Find someone that does Christmas trees, um, maybe has snowmobile, snowmobile events. Maybe they have pork. They have something going on, chicken. They'll, of course, turkey for Thanksgiving. So there's so many different ideas. But find out in your area who does that. So that's going to be part of your project for fall. Actually, it should be something you do all the time. But this would be the main thing you do for fall. Also, pre-sell your beef. Work on pre-selling your beef. Depends on how much you got left. Work on pre-selling it and get a deposit. If you've got 20 cows left, and I use the word cows, that's just a generic term for everything. If you got 20 cows left, you're going to need to sell next year. Pre-sell them. Get your, get your, um, your deposits. Get your $250 deposits or $500 deposits. Whatever it is that you get, work on selling halves and holes. Just try to sell those. Don't worry about individual pieces. I don't want to sell individual pieces in the wintertime unless I've got a stock of them in my freezer. But if you don't, just work on selling halves and holes. And they'll let people know, well, if I have any individual cuts available coming up, well, I'll definitely be glad to sell them to you. But get people used to buying halves and holes. And just go after those people for a while. So you can get everything pre-sold. If you've got 30 cows you got to sell next year and you're getting $250 deposits, I mean, what's 30 times 250? So you're making money um, in the wintertime. And plus, it's a guaranteed sale when these cows become available. So, and you know what to build on, how many more you can buy during next year and how many more you're going to need. So that should be your two main focuses going into this fall and wintertime. Now, do, do yourself a favor and sit, have a meeting. Sit all your employees down in a room and talk about it. Get everybody's opinion. Hey, give me some ideas how we can make money this fall and winter. What can we do? What can we put on this farm to get people out here? What can we do? What, what events can we put on? What fun can we have out here to get people to come out and spend money? Do we have a scarecrow contest? Do we have a pumpkin sale? Do we have a, bring, hire somebody that has a pumpkin uh, cannon? Then you can shoot pumpkins all day at Target's. Charge an admission. Do you have somebody wants to do a play out there? And you want to have a bonfire with a hay wagon ride? Bring somebody out that makes apple cider. Sit down and have a brainstorming contest 
with all your employees and constantly think about what can we do to make money going into the wintertime. And you'd be surprised what you're going to come up with. You can, they may even have a snowmobile contest, snowmobile around your farm. You can make a path and you can have a, a race. You can have just a, a general ride hunting. You can have sell hunting rights or go out on hunting trips with people, bring a couple good guy, a couple people out to go hunting with you. Maybe you have a pond, you go ice fishing. You can get money that way. So get really creative. There's a lot of things on your farm that, that will provide you with income if you really just sit down and think about it. And going into the winter, you know, in the, and you should be thinking about what kind of public relations events I can put on that can get noticed in the paper, uh, what cows I'm going to be culling, how do I get my pasture ready for next year, am I, pre am I seeding it, fixing fencing, what am I doing, making sure where your cows are going to be at, for the winter to feed, is it right? Is it got shelter? Is it got plenty of water? Is access, do you have plenty of access to it in case of a blizzard? Are the fences good? Are the feed some? Is the, is the hay somewhere close by that you can get to? You know, these are things that you got to plan. But always be selling. Always be looking to sell your cows. Ask people all the time, and trust me, I talk to people every day than the general public. And people call me all the time wanting to buy beef. And I don't even sell beef. They think this podcast is about me selling beef, but it's not. I get requests all the time for beef. And I also talk to people. And people love ranchers. They want ranchers to come to them and talk to them about buying beef. They don't like buying beef from the store that well. You're one of the only professions out there that people don't turn away from and you say, I'm a salesperson or I work for this. They are, if you tell them you're a rancher and you sell beef, 90% of them, their ears perk up and they, face, they, they come in towards you. They want you to talk to them about it. And it's a pretty cool feeling. If some of you guys don't believe that, you know, maybe you haven't done any sales before in your life and you think people are not interested, that is the farthest from the truth. The bigger the city, the bigger the atmosphere, the more they're interested. It's just the way it is. They've got it in their head that farmers are unique people. And everybody knows that the beef off right off of a private farmer is the best beef in the world. I don't care how you raise it. If you're corn-fed or you're grass-fed. It doesn't really matter to me. I don't care how you raise it. That's not what I'm here for. But people want you to talk to them. And some of you people have called me and talked to me and said, I couldn't believe it. I didn't, really didn't want to go out selling. But it is what you said. People like it. They want to be talked to. And it's easier than we thought to sell beef. So go to the store, write down, just kind of get in your head what average beef is selling for in, in the supermarket. And so you can compare. Because people always ask, well, what's your price per pound? You know, What's it compared to a supermarket? And no matter how you try to combat it, that's a lot of people's hot button. You can answer it, then get on to your beef. And people like that. So don't dismiss the question, just answer it and then get on to the benefits of your beef. And then in, invite them out sometime. Invite them out for, if you got a big hill, invite them out that, and then the kids out for sledding. Show them your farm, show them your beef. This is what you'll be buying. This is how we raise it. And I went through all this a hundred times. Do it. it. You will solidify the sale and you'll solidify a long-term customer. Again, what's my podcast all about? Quality and long-term customers. That's what your whole goal is.
So you don't have to keep beating your head against pavement trying to find customers to buy your beef. You just want it to be natural. Over and over again, these people are buying beef. And the only way you, they'll stop buying beef from you is if you screw it up. Either you stop doing quality um, or you just stop talking to them and, didn't, and gone back to them. So have your meetings. Talk to your, talk to your employees. Everybody get on the same page and figure out what you can do. Don't skip it. Don't skip your meetings. And no matter how ridiculous the, maybe somebody comes up with, it, with an idea, don't, don't dismiss it. There's so many neat things, and people are starving for entertainment. Think about it. There's nothing to do in a lot of these towns, especially these small towns. And they're starving for good entertainment. If you can provide good entertainment on your farm, they're coming out and they're buying. They can't get the beef anywhere else. You're, believe me, your competition is not doing this. Your competition is not doing anything like what I'm asking you to do. You will set yourself apart from everybody. Have a quality event, quality product, have conviction, make your brand your own. Be fun and get have reasons for people to come to your farm. And I get again, I say this, but a lot of there's quite a few people keep asking me, why do you keep saying bring stuff, you know, bring people to your farm? I don't want people at my farm. I said, well, because if I bring people to my home, I accept them, and they're part of my home, and I'm not embarrassed, and and they're going to be friends of mine for a long time. When people come over, I offer them a drink, I offer them food. We're, we're they're there because they want to be there. They're not there because they have to be there. So when you get people come out to your farm, it's because they want to be there. They're curious. They want to see it. They want to be wowed. They want to be convinced that they're making the right decision in buying what you're trying to sell them. And that is good quality beef. You never have to be embarrassed about what you were selling these people. So invite people out. It's a guaranteed sale and it's a long-term sale. And you're not just going to sell them beef, but you're going to sell them everything else. Anything else that you can get your hands on, pork, chicken, turkey, Christmas trees, pumpkins. I listed 30 or 40 of them in a, future, in a past podcast. If you offer these people this stuff, a high percentage of them will buy something in there. And you're going to make a commission. And enough people buy, you can bring it on in your own deal. You bring it on in your own enterprise. So, so start now. Now, this is fall. Don't rest on your laurels. Your competition is. They're hunkering in, getting ready for winter, complaining. Oh, God, it's wintertime, blah, blah, blah. I can't wait till spring. You know, what are we going to do? And this is when you can really start making some money. This is when you sit down and you plan it out, and you can have a lot of fun with people. People are dying for, for entertainment. And if you're going to offer it to them, they're coming out. They're going to come out in droves. And I'm not talking two or three people. I'm talking 20, 30, 40, 100 people are going to come out to your events. Just put on a good event. Make money. at. Figure out how you can make money at it. And people will bring money with them because that's what they expect. They're not, they know you're not, they're not just coming out there for the heck of it. They're going to be, spent, they're going to be bringing money. Uh, make sure you have a credit card machine that you can take credit cards because people spend about two or three times more if, you have a credit, if they can use a credit card than if they bring cash. Trust me. Your life will depend upon you being able to use a credit card. So enough of that said. That's what I want you to do coming up here. 
I'm going to end this podcast here a little bit. I appreciate it. Call me anytime at uh, 319-213-4672. Anytime if you have any questions, concerns, or get on the Facebook page, Marketing Beef, according to Jim. You can text me. You can email me. Instant message me. Send me a note, whatever. Just give me a call if you have any questions or you want to talk or just run run stuff by me. Again, these are ideas that I have in my head and things I've used that work. This is not the only way that you can do it, but this way does work and you will have a lot of fun. So I honestly appreciate that you guys listening to the podcast. I never thought it would go like this. I never thought it would take off like it has. And it's, it's thrilling for me. So I appreciate it. And you guys have a good night and I will talk to you again soon.